This is Temple Talk Radio with Steve Temple from Pinnacle Investment Advisors. You need a financial strategy that accounts for challenges like market volatility and inflation, and that also adequately prepares you for retirement. The purpose of Temple Talk Radio is to address common financial concerns, provide helpful strategies, and offer ways you may be able to achieve your financial goals. And now, here's Temple Talk Radio. Well, hey, good morning, Miami Valley, and, and welcome to today's segment. And again, my name is Steve Temple, and folks, we have got a really fun topic we're going to talk about today, and it's women's retirement planning needs. So all you women listeners, yes, this show is dedicated to you, but hey, we haven't forgot about you guys either also. We've got a lot of things you're going to want to listen to as well, and tune in because it's going to be a great some great insight. So today, we're going to be talking about retirement planning for women. Like many people, you might wonder, well, why just women, Steve? Well, don't men and women have mostly the same retirement planning needs? Well, my answer to that is kind of, sort of, but not really. And what I really mean today is they show is not just for women. It's also for men who want to make sure that your spouses are taken care of in case you die first, which, as we all know, it is statistical probability women are going to outlive men on usually six to eight years on average. Yeah. But, you know, before we jump into today's show, hey, Tony, it is always such an honor and a, and a pleasure, buddy, that you and I get to co-host this show together. Yeah, it is. I love doing this with you each week, Steve. Uh, we always have fun uh, during the show and before and after hanging out talking. But uh, this is an interesting topic uh, for you and I to talk about. And yeah, uh, women usually do outlive men. Uh, that is true. And so it, women have some unique uh, planning, uh, you know, hurdles to overcome that men do not. Uh, but, you know, uh, it is true. Uh, men and women have mostly the same retirement planning needs. Uh, some are different, right? So right. Uh, sort of, but not really. But there will be things that apply to all our listeners today, as you said. I'm doing great. And Steve, I, I don't know if you know this, but last weekend... I had the opportunity, a buddy of mine in Nashville got some tickets, said he would cover the tickets if I could find an air uh, flight to Las Vegas to see the group U2 at the Sphere. And so last weekend, oh I flew to gosh. Vegas and saw U2 at the Sphere. And I want to tell you something, Steve. That venue is the greatest concert venue in the world. And the pictures and videos of it don't do it justice. Have you seen pictures and videos of that thing? I have not, but it, ironically, I've had just this last week too. I had Tony had an opportunity. I may be taking a trip to Vegas here real soon, probably in the first quarter next year. So heck yeah, yeah. And U uh, two's playing a residency there. They opened it in September. They're playing through February. So the last wow. dates uh, are in February for U two there at least. But you have to see it. I mean. You have to buy tickets. They're not cheap, but they're not that much more than our typical concert, and it is right, well right. worth it. There's not a bad seat in the place, and I can't describe to you the experience. It is unbelievable. Boy, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm gonna put that on my bucket list, Tony, for the first of the year because uh, yeah, we're starting to you know we're starting to really think about okay, what are we what are our you know, travel plans for the first go quarter? to Vegas and go to the All Sphere. Right. And I'll tell you, the greatest, the two best places to stay if you're going to the Sphere are either the um, uh, the Venetian or the um, the Wynn. That's where we stayed at the Wynn because you can walk directly there. But the inside is the world's largest high definition LED screen. The entire dome is an LED oh, wow. screen on the outside and inside. 
And now so, that I have seen. Uh, in fact, they did a some sort of documentary here that's a few months ago. Yeah. They were showing yep. how that thing is main, maintained yeah. and the work that goes into it. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, it cost almost $2 billion to build. <laughs> well, you know what it was? It was Undercover Boss. That was the series, Undercover Boss. That, that was the story. The gentleman that maintains that or owns that or CEO of it. Wow. Oh, yeah. It was pretty fascinating to see that happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's jump into our topic. It's an important one. I'm glad we're talking about it today. Um, you know, I, I know that a lot of people at our age have seen their parents or grandparents face reti- retirement challenges that are unique to women, right? Yes. So we're going to begin discussing the obvious thing that you just alluded to a moment ago, Tony. Women do live longer than men. In fact, there's an article, it's a new study by the AMA Internal Medicine. The difference has recently increased to almost six years. So women, and this is women's average life expectancy is 79 years, while men is 75 years. Obviously, that is some major implications for women when it comes to their retirement needs. They will need their money to last longer, but they're going to also need to consider the impact of going from two Social Security incomes benefits down to one. And also, what about the potential of maybe losing another pension if their spouse was uh, lucky enough to have a pension? So the longer a person lives, the more likely it is they're going to encounter additional health care needs, including the possibility of long-term care. And that is going to have huge impact on finances. Yeah, absolutely true. I mean, as people live longer, you know what I always say, uh, the good news is we're living longer. Uh, the bad news is we're living longer. We're living longer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and true so story. And we've seen, you know, probably our parents or grandparents uh, go t- into long-term care and the financial complexities that come with that, uh, the cost right. of long-term care. Well, and you know, Tony, we just did an event a few weeks ago um, and we talked about that a little bit. We, we actually showed a scenario where, and we use, we use the Cleaver family kind of as the example in our workshop. And, you know, and Walt had a, you know, had a Social Security, had a pension, 50% survivor. And we actually showed the scenario where, you know, he obviously he, he predeceased his wife, June. And, and they went from an $88,000 income by losing pension, losing Social Security. Now she was living on 40-something thousand a year. So, and we even showed the, the audience that over a 10-year period, that was like a half a million dollars that left the nest egg. And so it, wow. it's something that we really got to work about. And we do. We, we're very passionate about these things and just making sure that the clients understand it and what can we do maybe to make sure that doesn't happen to you. So, yeah. So, you know, and I'm, I'm like you, I'm not saying living longer is a bad thing, of course, but it just, Tony, it does require some additional planning in terms of one's sustainable income. And there are other factors that women also need to consider that aren't really issues for men. So there's an article by Morgan Stanley. We all know that name. Retirement planning, what the stakes are, why the stakes are higher for women. And also tends to, you know, women, it, it's unfortunate, but they also tend to have less money saved for retirement. And it's not because of their spending habits. There's a lot of reasons for this, as this article points out. The first thing is, is there's a long, persistent wage gap. We, we've heard about that for years. And again, we've been talking about it for years. It's because it's true. Women make about 83 cents on the dollar compared to the average wage for men. And plus, you know, uh, men do dominate most high-paying professions, so less earnings translates into less ability for these women to save for retirement. And the second reason women have slaved less for retirement, according to the article, 
is because women are more likely to experience career interruptions, just like, you know, Jean Ward did. You know, she was a stay-at-home mom for years taking care of the kids, and then Jean went on to have a, a career. So, you know, they're taking time off, taking care of the children, and then they're taking care of parents. That impact both their lifetime earnings and also their ability to maybe save for retirement. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's uh, that's huge, and that makes sense from a financial perspective. Um, but uh, I know that, uh, you know, the person's Social Security is based on the highest 35 yes. earning years. So uh, a few years working part-time or not working can have a huge impact uh, on somebody's Social Security amount. And uh, uh, unfortunately, a lot of women out there have periods, maybe because of raising their children or taking care of their parents, where they don't work or have as high of income, right? Exactly right, Tony. And so that's why there's one more difference I want to talk about. And it's surprised me enough that I went and did some additional research on this. Okay. Uh, I'm curious, what is that? Well, just a few years ago, Fidelity conducted what was called the Women and Investing Study. It reinforced the findings from earlier research that which is why women are often the chief financial officer of the household and they handle all the day-to-day finances, paying the bills, et cetera. They still report that they are much less confident when it comes to investing. Yeah, there you go. And uh, why is that, though? Well, the article says to some extent it makes sense because the research shows that women, they know less about investing than men. And it also seems to have a lower level of confidence, and that kind of made sense as well. But here's what made made it kind of more interesting. Despite the lack of confidence, Tony, and the lower level of knowledge, and I get this, women, when they do invest, they do tend to outperform their men counterparts. <laughs> so when women yeah. invest, uh, they do better than the, the men do. So... Uh, I guess uh, men are more confident, but women actually do better. Is that what you're <laughs> yes, saying? Yes, sir. That's exactly what I'm saying. And so, and there are several different studies that came to this conclusion. Uh, and the reasons why? Well, there's multiple theories, and maybe less confidence makes women ready for this more willing to take advice from an expert. Right? Uh, maybe it's because women. Here we go. Take a more conservative approach, while men are much more likely to jump in on the nice, the new shiny object or the the hot stock talk, the tip of the day, you know, you think like crypto. So in women are just less active traders as well, Tony. Uh, you probably heard the phrase buying hold or it's not market timing. It's the time in the market. Well, you know, we've talked about this in past shows. Frequent trading often results in lower performance and women seem to be less impulsive, which works in their favor. If you're listening and you're thinking to yourself, I should really do something about this, yeah. or I should make sure that my spouse is protected if I die first. Folks, listen, we're going to put a lot of these references articles on our website, PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com, because Tony and I can't get into all these things in our show today. So it's PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com. A lot of the stuff we talk about will be linked on the show, so both you women and men that are listening can go get the uh, the full read on these articles. Yeah, there you go. Well, I, I think this is a really good topic, and I know you have a lot more. So listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Temple Talk Radio and our host, Steve Temple, after this. Do you feel confident in your finances? Pinnacle Investment Advisors is a dedicated financial firm that helps people navigate the uncertainties of their financial landscape. 
Our financial professionals can help you gain the financial confidence you need to control your financial future. Visit our website at templetalkradio.com or give our office a call at 937-667-6500 to gain the financial confidence you need. Welcome back to Temple Talk Radio. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, the man with the plan, is, of course, Steve (laughs) Temple. Steve, great show today. I want to encourage our listeners to go to PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com and check out the show page. They can subscribe to the show uh, there. There's links to all the major podcast sites, or they can listen to the show right there. Uh, There's... uh, uh, a list of shows they can listen to this show, past shows, and there's a contact form if they want to contact you to get a, a consultation set up. And you've given us a lot to think about in the show so far. I, I think uh, I'm going to have my wife start doing all our investing so we make more money. <laughs> I know you're joking, <laughs> right, Tony? Right. But but you well, raised a good point. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. And it's relevant to the discussion on how women can begin to consider their unique retirement needs. Women, married or single, should be a part of the retirement discussion, Tony. I get, you know, that couples often tend to divide and conquer when it comes to who does what. But this is all, it's just too important, you know, that that, that both you know, women and men do not get involved uh, in this topic. Because, and, and, and that's how I've, I've shared for years. I, usually it's the men that are kind of more the take the point, the lead, but I want to make sure both are involved. So they're they're If something does happen that they're very understanding and knowledgeable about what plan they have. And that way they're not little deer in the headlights. If something should happen uh, unknown. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, it, it's so, so important, isn't it? Uh, so what should women do? Well, there's several things and I'm going to reference another article here, Tony. Uh, it's annuity.org uh, article. It says women in retirement, how to take the reins that I thought would be some great advice for women. And the first thing, empower yourself with education women. In general, women have a, a little bit lower level of financial literacy than men, but that's easy to change, especially in today's world. There are tons of books, websites, podcasts, you name it, that can help you get up to speed on a lot of your financial knowledge. To be clear, I'm not suggesting you buy products online or anything like that. I'm just talking about learning more about finances because, Tony, we've heard this before. Knowledge is power. The second thing is participate in the retirement plan. Get engaged. Get involved. Many people have a retirement plan offered through work. But even if you don't, you can open up an IRA, a Roth IRA, if you you qualify. Uh, for traditional, traditional IRA or retirement account, you just put money in pre-tax. But that's a great time to, to you know work with an advisor, Tony, that you like and you know and you trust that can really help explain to you the landscape of where you're now starting to invest and where does that play into for your long-term retirement goals. And, of course, just an overview of how it works, you know, I give a lot of information to people. And, folks, that's the point. If you have questions, contact us. You know, we, we are a wealth of knowledge and information We'll be happy to share some insights that can help you get on track. Yeah. Well, there you go. And so I think that's really important. Uh, our listeners, I know, Steve, you love to help folks yes. and talk to people. Uh, give Steve a call. Uh, work with a financial services professional. Uh, but what if you're already in your 50s or even 60s? Is it too late to get started on all this? 
Well, and Tony, we talked about this a few shows ago. It, it is better to start early, but you know, today is better than tomorrow, right? We we talked about you know even planning for retirement, things that happen. You want things to happen at fifty, at fifty five, sixty, but there are things we can do right now to help you get caught up, and you can also contribute more money to your retirement plan once you're over fifty as well. It's called these IRS calls these the catch up provisions. The third thing is make retirement a priority. I mean, I get it. Life's busy. And women in particular tend to delay financial moves due to the lack of knowledge or fear. Because, again, if we don't know something, it's unknown. We just kind of we kind of paralyze ourselves. But it's possible that not everyone finds finances as interesting and fun as I do, Tony. But seriously, folks, don't delay. Get started. Like I said, today is better than waiting until tomorrow. Right. And there you go. I think that's really good. What's the old saying? A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. (laughs) Yes, sir. A single step. When's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When's the second best time? Today. Yes. Tony, that is so true. And yeah, I want all of our listeners, you know, women and men to avoid these common retirement regrets. You know, it's obvious this is also cited in this annuity.org article. And once again, we're going to post these on our website. You can uh, research the whole articles. Regret number one, not being involved in the retirement planning process with a spouse or a partner. Many women let their partner take charge of this, but it's a mistake and to not be involved in the process, Tony. So that's regret number one. Regret number two, not asking questions or working with a financial professional. Many women say they feel intimidated by the topic and a financial professional. Don't be. Remember, the financial professional works for you, which is why we again stress, Tony, if you're going to work with a financial professional, I think being a fiduciary is paramount because they are legally bound to work in your best interest. Regret number three, waiting to save until debt is completely paid off. Well, we talked about debt a few weeks ago, Tony. Paying debt off is important, but growing your retirement nest egg is important too. So how about let's do something and do both these things at once is often a really better approach. Right. Yeah, I got it. So participate in the process, work with Mm -hmm. a financial services professional and ask questions, right? Yes. Don't wait until debt is paid off before you start saving for retirement. I think uh, one of the things I like best about working with a financial professional is that uh, you tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. Yes. All right. So what's next in our uh, women-focused show today? (laughs) Well, as promised, next up is aimed at what couples can do to make sure that the woman is protected if the man dies first. Since, statistically speaking, Tony, it's likely that it is going to happen. Yeah, well, there, you, yeah, there you go. Well, uh, did I mention how cheery this topic is, <laughs> Tony? I, you did, but you know, and, and nobody, nobody enjoys talking about this topic. But it is, it is reality. It is going to happen. Right. I mean, nobody likes to talk, to talk about, about their own past. Yeah. yeah, nobody likes to talk right. about their own passing. Right. But the surviving but spouse. Uh, yeah. But the surviving spouse could be male or female, but it's most likely to be a woman, right? That's right. And that's just it. We just, you know, we work through this process, Tony, it just becomes a matter of it is, it, it will happen, men. And and more importantly, the, the husband just wants to make sure that this spouse he's been married to for all these years, he wants to make sure she's going to be okay, you know, in light of his pre, you know, premature departure. So 
you know, again, you know, like we mentioned, women do live on average six years longer than men. And we've already talked about, you know, what that means in terms of retirement income. Women's money just simply needs to last longer, Tony. And they're more likely to have significant health care or long-term care costs later in life. So what can be done to plan for these possibilities? Well, there are several things. And we're going to start with the financial foundation of retirement income for many, many people like Social Security. I'm going to address a situation I quite often refer to as when the man has earned more money than the marriage or during the marriage qualifies for you know higher Social Security benefit. We've already talked about how women tend to earn less during their working years, both because of the wage gap and because they're more likely to have taken breaks to, you know, for the career to take care of the women, take care of the or parents or children. But this is going to be more of an overview. And if you want more details, please contact us, Tony. Make an appointment with us. Either get online, schedule a call. Better yet, just come in and see us. And let us just sit down and, and work together through your situation and just see what obstacles there are going to be in place so that when life happens and things change, you're now prepared for those changes. Yep. And it's important to prepare for those changes. It, it, re- it really is. So uh, what is uh, the phone number, once again, that our listeners can get a hold of you? 937-667-6500. Again, Tony, that's 937-667-6500. All right. So uh, you noted that a spouse with less lifetime earnings may be able to claim Social Security through their higher earning spouse. Tell us more about that. Well, let's say that the higher earning spouse, in this case, we'll call him Joe, gets a Social Security benefit of 2000 per month. His wife, Lisa, has a benefit of about 700 per month. So Lisa has the option to claim Social Security benefits based on Joe's work history instead of her own. But here's the catch. The most Lisa can get is half of Joe's, what we call the PIA, primary insurance amount. And that's the amount that Joe will get if he works until his full retirement age. So if Lisa or Joe retire early, that amount is reduced. So the most that Lisa could get is 50% of his full retirement amount, which would be 1,000 per month. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I'm tracking you so far. Well, then Joe's dies first and Lisa gets whatever Joe was getting. So in this case, she will get 2000 a month after he dies, but she doesn't get the $700 anymore, Tony. So that's where we can build in some extra you know, protection for Lisa. And let's say that the $2,000 a month is Joe's full retirement benefit. What I mean is that Joe retired at his full retirement age of age 67 and started getting a Social Security benefit. So what would happen if Joe retired early? Well, uh, he would have gotten less than $2,000 a month. Exactly. So let's say he retired at 62, which is the earliest possible age that you can retire and receive your benefit. And then he began claiming his Social Security. He would only have received $1,400 per month. And what that means after Joe dies, the most that Lisa can get is $1,400 per month. And you know what, Tony, that's a pretty uh, substantial drop. It's great information, but even though income is obviously a huge thing for the surviving spouse. Uh, what about other things? Like uh, what else could Joe and Lisa do to prepare? Well, another great question, Tony. And again, I found this ARP article, 10 tips to protect your spouse. So here's another great thing we're going to put on the website that lists things that couples can do in advance to help put the surviving spouse in a stronger position. So here's 10 tips. Gather up your financial papers. Lots of people have things stuffed in drawers. We call it the financial junk drawer attorney. 
Uh, they've got different files, maybe even safe deposit box. Uh, it's a good idea to get all these things organized and put them in one spot. Uh, and uh, you know, aside from that, we offer our clients access to Tony, and you've talked about this before, Generational Vault, which is a secure online storage vault where they can have all their documents stored securely, account values, even keepsakes, pictures, and videos where this stuff is there 24-7. It's complimentary to our clients. It's a really a robust way to help these people get organized and all the things we're talking about today. Number two, make a must-call list. Include contact information for the people like your accountant, your lawyer, your financial advisors that need to be called in case you have a life-changing event. Number three, share your passwords, keep a master list in the generational vault, and also all the passwords so your spouse can act, you know, obviously have access to these accounts. Tony, number four, we talked about this. Update your beneficiaries. I can't stress how important this is, Tony. I ran into this again this week where the, the client was misinformed about how she had her beneficiaries set up, and she thought the will was going to take care of that, and it would not yeah. without going through probate. So we've all heard these horror stories about ex-spouses who has still named on the life insurance beneficiary. Folks, you need to check these documents to make sure they're up to date. Yeah. Because when life happens, it, it, it's irrevocable at that point. Yeah, it really it uh. really is. And Steve, you know what? We're out of time for today's show, but I know you're going to post this uh, ten, these yeah. 10 tips. Uh, you're going to have that. If people want it, they can call. Uh, they can set up a consultation. There's no charge, no obligation and you'll uh, give them these 10 tips, talk to them about their plans. But what's that number and web address one more time before we go? Boy, time flies when we're having fun, Tony, for sure. Folks, it's PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com. PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com. Go to the website. This information will be linked there. Give us a call. Make an appointment to come in and talk to us, and let's see what we can do to help you out. All right. Sounds great, Steve. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Temple Talk Radio with our host, Steve Temple. Thank you for joining us for Temple Talk Radio. Don't head into retirement without a strategy that addresses both income and taxes. For more information, please contact Steve Temple at Pinnacle Investment Advisors at 937-667-6500 or visit templetalkradio.com. Join us again soon for another episode of Temple Talk Radio. Advisory services are offered through Pinnacle Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Temple Financial Solutions, an affiliated company. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.